When we put together this story at the beginning of the year, we could not have known where 2020 would take us, or how the concept of saving restaurants would wind up being something we all have to do. But here we are. So today we're bringing you a re-airing of this episode featuring the neighbors who brought the West End Grill and Pub back to life. These days, hardly a night goes by without the patio full of diners, by the way. So it was very much brought back to life at a good time for them. So listen up and feel re-inspired to go out and save your favorite restaurants. Cheers. on Broadway. All local spots that have operated for years, some of them decades, serving up plenty of good food and drinks, often the setting of a family birthday dinner or a romantic date, a happy hour with your friends, or a gathering to watch the game. All of them closed in 2019. Why do we have to write so many restaurant obituaries? Why do we have to say goodbye so often? How can we save our favorite restaurants? Well, in some cases, it's just time for it to happen, time to close. A chef wants to redirect her passions. Maybe even a lease is just up. But sometimes we can do something. And one place in St. Louis is proof of that. All of my friends here, pretty much mostly all of my friends here, I've met through the West End Grill. On this episode of Abby Eats St. Louis, we're going to teach you how to save your favorite restaurant from people who actually did it. When West End Grill and Pub, affectionately nicknamed WeGap, closed in 2019, a band of neighbors decided it was up to them to get things cooking again. Why they say it was worth saving and how to make sure your favorite spot stays open. The more community involvement you have in a restaurant, the more likely you are to survive as a restaurant. Plus, stick around for your food news and weekend planner. What were you doing during the recession? Selling off assets? Maybe. Most likely, at least, watching your spending. Well, Will Roth and Neil Costello were opening a restaurant a block east of the cathedral in the central West End. We Gap, the restaurant, and the adjacent Gaslight Theater proved recession-proof, but first, they drew crowds right away. Here's Will. We were all about uh, culture, cuisine, and cocktails, doing plays and having playwrights and authors and uh, literary folks in and around, um, and the, the uh, demographic changing with what was going on in the theater and then the ongoing neighborhood folks that were here almost on a daily basis uh, just to hang out and... Uh, and it became a neighborhood joint pretty quickly. A neighborhood joint frequented by folks like Carolyn Kaiser and her husband. She moved to town about five and a half years ago, stumbling into WeGap and everyone else inside. And immediately we just started coming every single day. People introduce you to other people in here. Uh, the bartenders and owners and, and staff were friendly. Hey, you have to meet this person and this person and that person. And so it became... Uh, more like home away from home here and uh you know and and sometimes you ate a lot you know sometimes you drank sometimes you did both it really made us feel like we were at home and and so we uh, most of the time when other things would open up we might try them um and and everybody's wonderful and puts out a great effort in this town but but this was the spot will loved seeing the crowds the camaraderie 
So why did it close? Well, he calls it a slow burn over time. They just weren't making the money they needed anymore. He thought they had a solution that could keep the restaurant alive, keep the neighbors happy, but it turned out to be a short-lived hope. Well, we were essentially out of business. So we were closing the place down. We were in the transition with some new ownership that we thought was going to happen after the first of the year. So we were going to close down, do New Year's, say goodbye to everyone, and these young new owners were going to take over. Uh, So we kept our end of the bargain. We closed down after New Year's, um, but the new owners did not come to the table as promised. So that left us after the first of the year, a year ago, almost now, um, just closing the place down. And so Neil and I working every day to, you know, to to close out purveyors. And um, then uh, we started getting some communication from some of the neighbors. And we had a play going on. So people were coming out into the lobby and there was nothing going on. And we're asking about because there had been some press on the new ownership. And we kind of had to explain how that didn't happen and what was going to happen. And so that led to uh, two neighbors on a Sunday wanting to talk about us to uh, almost 15 couple about a month later. Uh, saying, hey, we need our we need our neighborhood joint to reopen. So they got involved and um, we reopened. And we were just in a state of shock when we heard that it was closing. And uh, we didn't we did not know. We didn't hear any rumblings until they made the announcement. So uh, so for us, uh, you know, we tried to find a neighborhood spot. Uh, and like I said, uh, other places are great and their folks are gracious and wonderful. But somehow this combo of uh, being friendly and seeing your neighbors and being able to get up and just start talking to them and walking around just uh, didn't fit in a lot of the other. Places. Carolyn and her husband and their WeGap crew were not satisfied saying goodbye. Were not satisfied walking past the shuttered doors of their once beloved hangout. So they started thinking. What if they could do something to bring it back? We just kind of all got together and started talking about what about if we do a type of an investment in it from a neighborhood perspective. And uh, we had probably at an initial meeting maybe 20 interested parties and couple different reasons folks were not able to or, you know, um, they, they frequent the place, which is all that we really need and want and love to see. Um, But it came down to about, I think, 12 of us or 14. And so my husband, who had been, uh, would come every day, a couple times a day. People here would pretend he wasn't in earlier (laughs) Um, and and, uh, didn't eat earlier in the day. Uh, He kind of uh, came up with an idea and he started reaching out to people who were making comments and, and, letting me know that they were sad to see it go. And he started, um, uh, he's quite the businessman, so he had come up with an idea and started messaging people who was who were interested to just have a little loose type of a meeting uh, with Neil and, um, and William. And, uh, and so that's what we did. So that's what they did. Neighbors didn't just put the money up, they put the work in giving the place a refresh, getting the menu ready, some even learning how to help with table service for the grand reopening weekend. It surprised even Will. But as great of a story as this is, I had to ask him. It's sustainable, but I won't lie. The restaurant business, anybody, talk to them all. It's not easy. It's the easiest thing to do is to go out of business in the restaurant business. The old joke is if you want to make a million dollars in the restaurant business, start out with $2 million. And it's true. I mean, it is. It is. Uh, it takes a lot of money to keep it going. And reopening the restaurant didn't just mean reopening the dining room where Carolyn and her friends would gather. 
It was the kitchen, too, where manager Logan Mossy got his job back. He's known to pop over to a table to check to see how people are enjoying their meals. He's actually popped in on my table one time. But now I wanted to ask him a question. What can people do to protect their go-to restaurants? The more community involvement you have in a restaurant, the more likely you are to survive as a restaurant. Because people then start to feel that neighborhood involvement. They start to feel the community. They start to feel that living room effect of coming into the restaurant and saying, oh, hey, there's Johnny, or hey, there's Carol, there's Eric. You know, I haven't seen you guys in a week. How have you been? How was Japan? How was China? Oh, let's get some brown swag or some onion rings and talk about it. You know, and, and it's an amazing thing to me. So we just kind of try and, uh, I would say, to encourage everybody to literally just get involved as much as possible. Let that restaurant know whatever your favorite restaurant is. Let them know that you're there, you're caring, and that you're going to try and get other people there as well. And if you want a place to stay, you have to go. We hear so many things about things closing down and people say, oh, I love that place so much. I'm so sad to see it gone, but I hadn't been there in years. Um, You have to go. You have to go out. uh, You know, in this time of a social media where you can sit down on your own couch by yourself and talk to a thousand people, you need to go out and actually talk to people. You need to reach out and you need to hug and you need to say hello and and you need to get mad at each other. <laughs> you know, you need to do all of that. Okay, so obviously during the pandemic, you don't need to do all of that but you know what the point is still there so that again was a re-airing of one of our stories from earlier this year during simpler times and next week we are also going to be bringing back one of our favorite conversations actually that we've had on the podcast pretty much ever it's a spicy one And then after that, we'll be back with new content for you guys as well. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. We're at Abby Eats St. Louis. And let us know what you're thinking about, what kind of stories you want to hear, what kind of stories you think need to be told, because we want to keep things optimistic for you guys, realistic for you guys, fun, timely, and tasty as we roll into fall of 2020. So we love hearing from you guys. We'll be back in your feed next week with a classic, and then we'll be back with fresh episodes. So stay tuned and seize the plate.